0: Hi, everybody. This is Chris Roussel, the rector of St.
1: John's Episcopal Church in beautiful Lynchburg, Virginia. This is Ben Kogel, deacon and curate at St.
2: John's. And this is Sarah Weatherly, director of youth and family ministries here at St. John's.
0: And this is our podcast called
2: One More
0: Thing. Welcome to One More Thing, Season 1, Episode 3. And as promised from last time, we're going to be talking today a little bit, or a lot, about
1: the spiritual discipline of reading scripture. Let's cut to the end. Sarah, what's the best way to absorb the Bible?
2: You put it under your pillow at night and you fall asleep on it and you absorb all the information and it just
1: so does the whole (laughs) it's it's an
2: osmosis reaction i
0: love that osmosis reaction Mm -hmm. just the words (laughs) just the words have just absorbed absorbed they are breaking the
2: memories and going straight into your head
0: there might be a little more to it than that and we'll cover those things shortly for sure (laughs) we're going to stick with our programming format though and start with uh the collect and we are now at Collect number twenty-two, for the from the Book of Common Prayer. So I, I'll lead this today, if that's okay with you guys. The Lord beans, be with you, and also, and also with, you. with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray, and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy. Forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask, except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 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 All right. Words, phrases that popped out to you guys. There's like all kind of clauses in this, right? I know. What, what, What struck you?
2: Um, I think it is to give more than we either desire or deserve.
0: Do you feel like you desire or deserve much?
2: No, but I always feel like it's just given abundantly.
0: It is given, and it's, that's what it is. It's like mm-hmm. acknowledging God's abundance, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Psalm 23, right, Ben? Yeah. My cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of the way in which God gives us. Yeah. You know, it's funny, when parents give their children too much, they often say the children are spoiled. I don't know, are we spoiled?
2: I don't know. I think we're spoiled with love. Yeah. And that's there's nothing sweet. wrong with
0: that. No, that's yeah. really sweet.
2: Yeah.
0: What'd you, th- what'd you say,
1: Ben? I was agreeing. Yeah, I think the word that stuck out for me was abundance. Um, abundance of mercy. The fact that God is merciful to us. Uh, not, not the first time we turn back or the second time, but every time.
0: I love, I love in this call like that very first clause, that phrase. You, God, addressing God, right? You are always... More ready to hear than we to pray, right? Yeah, how many times have I been like, Oh, it's time to pray again. <laughs> oh, I've got to do my morning prayer, my evening prayer, my yeah. compliment, and yet God is like, Come on, do it, do it. I, I really want to hear you. Yeah, you know,
2: I feel that that's another one that stuck out to me too. Yeah, I, I like,
0: know. I like acknowledging that, that you are always more ready to hear because than it's we not are like He's pray. just
2: listening when we're praying.
0: Ooh, that's really good. That's Unpack right. that a little bit.
2: You know, you could just say, like, I was reading this book once, and it was like, give everything up to God. If you're mad, if you're angry, if you're happy, if you're sad, just give it all up. And you, can, you can just say it out loud, like, God, I'm mad. Yeah. God, I am so happy because this, this, and this happened to me today. And that's not a prayer. You're just announcing it. Right. And you can hear that. Yeah. Mm. And
0: as you said, God already knows. Yeah,
2: he already knows.
0: Right? Mm. I don't know. I just, I really like that you are always more ready to hear than we to pray, and then it, and then we get to the part you talk about and to give more than we either desire or deserve. So I don't know about you guys, but I, first of all, I struggle with feeling like I deserve anything. I mean, that's just sort of my my approach. Mm-hmm. But I know that my desire is high. Like my my bucket of stuff that I'd like to have filled is is pretty big. Yeah. And we're we're in this prayer. We're saying that. Okay, you want to give us more than I can ever desire. Mm-hmm. That's, a That's pretty tall, wild, yeah, right? That's a tall order. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Humans ask for a lot of things. We do, don't we? We yeah. do. Yeah, I don't know. I,
0: it's it's. Uh, I, I do find as I get older, I'm asking for less and less. But you know, I also have less and less space. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, my heart's getting bigger, though. I hope
1: so too. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Just I appreciate that really mind.
0: strange affirmation. I hope so, too. Not, oh,
2: yeah, your heart is big.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's always room to grow. Growth mindset. It is. It is.
0: <laughs> well, and I remember one time hearing that um, we're, our, our relationship with God is always in motion. So we're either growing more closely to God. Or farther away from God, that mm-hmm. God is the constant and steady, right, mm-hmm. and that it's it's us who moves in and out or back and forth, sure, um, and that we don't just we're just not stationary in our relationship with God, right? That makes sense yeah,
1: to me. Makes yeah, sense. I
0: thought that was I That's thought right. that was helpful in my spiritual development as um as I was growing up and and studying for ministry and and that kind of thing. So. Uh, that so then they've got this other clause in here. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy. Okay, we get that, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid. So, to stop that clause right there, it suggests that there are things that we feel guilty of or guilty about. I should say. That we're even afraid to ask for forgiveness. Absolutely, right? That's true. I had someone.
1: uh, (laughs) um, What's that? I just said that's true. That's true. You just looked at that, right? right?
0: It's not saying anything else. (laughs) All right, Um, and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask. Mm. Yeah, it's all about God's overabundant generosity. Mm-hmm. So
1: for those who are familiar with Rite One, we know that there's a lot of this sort of language in the prayer of humble access and prayers like this. And this this prayer originally came from the end of a Eucharistic service. So you might have heard this not once a year, but every week or more frequently. It, it pops up in several different, you want to outline those, Chris, several different ancient Uh, resources we have what are those called
0: yeah well they they have different sacramentaries Sacramentaries. from the Roman Church and uh, the 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 history indicates that this particular collect comes from the earliest of the sacramentaries which is uh, in the Christian tradition which is called the leonine now all my research indicates that the leonine is a little bit uh, misleading that it wasn't (laughs) necessarily Pope Leo who Mm -hmm. instituted this prayer uh, but that it, it is an am- amalgam of several prayers that were pulled from different sacramentaries, from different parts of Christendom uh, to pull together to give us the uh, proper 22 as we have it today.
1: Awesome. Very good. Well, it's a good prayer and it pops up a lot in our history and we say it every year now. I love
0: it. I Amen. think it's good. It just, the, you, got, you got to break it down though. This is one of those, one of those collects. You've got to look at the clauses because mm-hmm. when they all run together... It's like one of those Saint Paul
1: run-on sentences, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Romans 12, 1 through seven. One sentence. <laughs> one
2: <laughs> sentence. That's exactly Where right. Where are the commas? I
1: don't know. I don't think I don't.
0: I don't think Saint Paul would have done well in Miss Kitterman's English class in seventh grade. <laughs> she was. She Wouldn't, was do, awesome. well Wouldn't yeah. do well
2: in mine. Wouldn't do well in mine.
0: All right. So that's it for
1: our proper twenty-two conversation.
0: And what do we got, Ben?
1: So this week we are talking about the study of scripture, right? Now when we study scripture in church, a lot of times we think about uh, two ways we engage with scripture. Either we're hearing it on Sunday morning or at another church service, so someone is reading it to us, we may or may not have the text in front of us, or uh, we go to a Bible study, right? We either read beforehand or we show up and read a text together, and then we sort of pick at it, kind of like we did with that We're picking it apart, we're uh, in conversation about it. Maybe someone is lecturing to us, maybe uh, we're teaching each other, but, but the goal is to get beyond the text, right? We're trying to learn something about it, not just uh, see it for what it is. Um, and that's that study of scripture is really important Uh, Plug. If you want to do that, you can come to our Monday (laughs) Bible studies, 10 a.m., 7 p.m. Anyways,
0: you slipped a commercial right into this whole thing. Well, that's how
1: podcasts work, you know? You're talking and talking and you're skipping ahead, and then all of a sudden the host is talking about. A mattress company or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and so so to that point, we have uh, T-shirts with our new logo on
2: it. <laughs> yeah, and they look great. <laughs> we also that's have right. uh, yeah. click Tumblars. here to buy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we got tumblers. I mean, you know, you really want to go commercial on this? We'll go commercial, baby. <laughs> the words of George Costanza. Yeah.
1: So so that's what a lot of us though experience when we talk about reading the Bible is a group study or a um, hearing the Bible in church. And my charge to you today, before we get into how to do it, my charge to you today is that we should be reading the Bible on our own. How often? I think every day. What do you think?
0: I, I agree, I, I, but I got I to so say something about this. And I've thought this for a long time, not just here today in this podcast. But when we talk about Bible study, like study feels like such an ominous word, right? Mm-hmm. I got this picture of like somebody with a magnifying glass, like a Sherlock Holmes type or something, you know, with the cape mm-hmm. and the whatever the hat was at Sherlock Holmes and the pipe, and it's like, you know, it's it's not it's not so it's not study just to learn facts, right? Right. It's not study just so that um, we. It's not just an intellectual endeavor. That's right. Right. So there's something. There's another element to of it. So I, I wish there was another word we could use other than. Other than Bible study or scripture study.
1: Well, I've got one for you. Okay. It's called Lexio Divina. Uh,
0: that sounds Latin. It is Latin. Everybody would assume at this table that I'm the one at this table who knows Latin. It is <laughs> yeah.
2: Latin. It's not me. It <laughs> is oh. not me. <laughs> I
0: don't So, but use your context clues, right? Sarah, what Lexio sounds like? Lection. Lection.
2: Lector. Lector, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. which is. What does a lector do at church, right? They
2: talk. They talk.
0: All right, so Lexio, and then what's Divina sound divine. like? Divine. Divine, right? So, That's right. Like, divine, so divine election. Talking. El- divine, divine talking. Divine <laughs> talking. I like it. I like yeah. that better than Bible study. That's right. Divine That's talking. That's right. Yeah. But so, the actual the actual translation is, um, what's that?
1: Uh, the, the Well, you know, it's a translation that can go many ways, but but I like divine talking. <laughs> um, but talking. the idea of Lexio Divina <laughs> yeah. is... Uh, The closer translation, if there is such a thing, is sacred reading, right? So, reading a text that is, uh, it's not like any other reading you're going to do. When you read the Bible in this way, it's not like reading a novel, it's not like reading the newspaper, it's not like, it's not even like reading in church, right? It's something uh, different, it's something prayerful, it's something that you approach, one approaches with reverence uh, and time and uh, patience, if you will.
0: What, what's your uh, what's your favorite novel, you guys? Do you have a favorite novel? So, like, my, I mean, um, I, yeah. while you're thinking about it, yeah. I, my favorite has always been To Kill a
1: Mockingbird.
2: That's my oh my gosh. Oh no, really? Yeah. <laughs> I just told that to him Sarah. Already.
1: Literally pulled that book off the shelf in the library like ten minutes before you got here. Are you kidding? Think, no, it's oh right just up there. out
0: me that I'm the last one to show up for the meeting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry.
2: <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite books. And of mice and men, or of mice. And of mice men. and men. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what, what about you? So I like I, I like Steinbeck as well. My favorite Steinbeck novel, novel is East of Eden. And, and but, but is that yet. your favorite novel like,
0: or just your favorite? I'm not find sure. It.
1: I don't know if I have a favorite novel. I have a lot of novels I like. I have yeah. some that were okay, but yeah, I'm not very good at favorites. <laughs> I, I like uh, um,
0: Ken Ken Follett. Faw- is that right? Ken Faw- Fawcett. Fawcett is a, a friend of my brother-in-law who writes for the New York Times, Ken Follett, who did uh, Pillars of the Earth and really oh, I gotta get you guys hooked up with this. Anyway, I took us on this long journey sideways <laughs> so that I wanted to make help you, Ben, make your excellent point that reading scripture, praying with scripture, being with dwelling within scripture, mm-hmm. right, dwelling with the word, we sometimes call it, is yeah. different. I mean, to Kill a Mockingbird is a great novel.
2: It's so good. It is so it, good. I've read it like 3 times.
0: And it, you know, it transports you to another time and place. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe scripture uh, another time and place is transported inside of us and into mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and and meets us where wherever it is that we are. Yeah.
1: Carl Barth in his introduction to the Romans says, "Welcome to the strange new world of the Bible." Oh wow. Yeah. That's, that's, his, that's his opening framing of what you're doing, what one is doing when they read scripture.
0: But that's a great, I keep saying this is a
1: great, excellent
0: point, you guys yeah. are so fantastic, but <laughs> it really is a good point and, and because it makes me realize that um, reading the Bible for a lot of people can be intimidating, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That's right. But when we approach it from this um, scripture study or dwelling with the word, we can let all of our inhibitions go in that regard and uh, just sort of sit and rest with the phrases the Mm -hmm. sentences and the words
1: yeah so so this idea of sacred reading lexio divina is um it's fundamentally not a study practice but a prayer practice right okay Um, and so it's conversation with god with the holy spirit uh but instead of just god and ourselves us talking to god like sarah was talking to god earlier we're uh using the bible to communicate with god and to allow god to communicate with us right so the practice is you take a word or a phrase or a a verse or a small passage from scripture we're not reading a chapter we're not reading you know on and on and on a whole book we're not we're not on a bible study plan where we read the bible Mm -hmm. in 365 days right that's not what this is we're uh going very small portions at a time and we're reading those phrases, those the, those passages a couple different times. Maybe if we're in a group with some different voices, if we're by ourselves, we just do it a couple times, and we're listening for uh, how how the Bible rings true to us, right? So we're also bringing our own text, our own novel to the to the table, right? The Bible tells us one story, and we have the story of our lives, our human experiences, our failures, our triumphs, our relationships, and what the Holy Spirit is doing the Holy Spirit's kind of a stage director right the Holy Spirit is helping us meet the text where it is and the text to meet us where we are and it's uh, it's pretty common when we read something that a word or phrase will stand out right and and that's the kind of thing we're trying to pay attention to in this reading is well why did what why do I feel connected to this character why do I feel like uh, this particular command is speaking to me right now. What is what does that word make me think of in my life? Right, and, mm-hmm. and we're looking for where the movement of the spirit is. Um, and the first time we do it, it's not. Uh, it might feel silly or it might feel awkward. But uh, the more we practice this type of slow reading, the more we'll be able to pay attention to the movement of the Holy Spirit and kind of get a sense of what God is saying to us through scripture. Yeah, I was
0: I was heavily influenced by a retreat I did in 1999. How, how old were you in 1999,
2: Sarah? I was a year old. Oh, she was Well, just depending a baby. on where you went, when you went.
0: Uh I was in 1999.
2: <laughs> yeah, like the, when In the summer? Uh, In the summer, yeah. Oh, I wasn't even a year old yet.
0: Okay. All right. Because you had been
1: born on Christmas Day, right?
2: Of 98. Oh, that's so
1: sweet. December 25th, baby?
2: Yeah. I am. My brother's December 24th of 2000. Wow. Isn't that kind of cool? They have
0: a Christmas Eve baby and a Christmas baby in their family. Anyway. Anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But this is the kind of stuff
0: I love. I love these kind of conversations. So uh, I was on a retreat in California and uh, the Ignatian Spiritual Exercises Retreat and Ignatius really invites folks when they when they look at scripture to and dwell with the word to use your imagination right and put yourself in it and use your senses what do you see what do you smell what do you hear what do you taste what are you feeling um Mm. all those things help the word come alive for us and puts us in the middle of the story so that is that can only be done when you slow things down Absolutely. And I think that's what this studying scripture rather than reading scripture is all about. It's about slowing down, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there are some steps to Lectio, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Do you want to go through them around the circle or me go through them? I will I
0: just. Yeah. I don't know. What do you feel like? Shoot it. If, if it hasn't occurred to our listeners yet that this is unscripted, it's totally. Uh, I, I really think you know. It's on the
2: fly. It's on the fly.
0: I, I just don't want anybody out there listening going, "Gee, I wonder if they write all this stuff down no. or not." Uh, now we have sort of an outline, right? We
2: it have an outline first, second,
1: third, but no, it's it not runs scripted.
2: through our brain filters before it comes out of our mouths, you know, That's right. um, the coffee filters. <laughs> well, so
1: so the first step uh, is not on our. Our sheet here, uh-huh. our outline. But the first step is to find a place that's quiet. Uh, if you're doing it with a group, obviously find that group of trusted Christians or friends who you'll read scripture with. If you're by yourself, uh, go somewhere. You know, do something to set that space aside, right? Whether it's to you know, light a candle or whether you shut the door of the room or or get in your comfy chair. Maybe not too comfy. You don't want to fall asleep. But so you're not you know, doing
0: lexio in front of the TV.
1: Not in front of the TV. You can do no. it outside. You do it outside?
2: Yeah, being God's creation. That's right. That would that's be a great excellent. place for mm-hmm.
1: it. As long as it's not raining like today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: Or if it's too foggy. That's right. Yeah. All right, so you
1: find that comfy space, right? And, and this will apply to a lot of our disciplines that we talk about over the next season is finding that space to set aside for God. That's that's pretty universal to whatever spiritual mm-hmm. discipline you decide to do. Um, setting setting time apart for God and, and getting yourselves out of that mindset of the day-to-day and into a, sort of a, a, a more calm, uh, hopefully mindset as you're able, right? You can't totally wipe your brain that that would defeat the point of this exercise. But so
0: as we, yeah. as we get as we're finding the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, one of the questions is, of course, is going to be, well, where do I start? What do I read? Uh, have you guys, have either one of you ever had that experience where you're like, I'm just going to grab my Bible and I'm just going to open it to wherever so really- it is and see where my where the page lands and where my <laughs> eye lands. Have you all ever done that? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And isn't it amazing and, and somewhat miraculous on those occasions when the Bible flops open in your lap and your eyeball falls on a specific page and a specific passage and mm-hmm. you start reading it and it really fits the mm-hmm. context of what you're struggling with in sure. that moment? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's pretty
2: wild. Yeah. For me, it was uh, John thirteen seven. That happened to you? Yeah. And it was like, you don't know what I'm doing, but someday you will. It's something along those lines. Oh my
0: goodness gracious. And I
2: was like, oh, okay. Was this,
0: was this yesterday? No,
2: this was like a number (laughs) of years ago. A number of years ago. I think I was like 15, 16. Okay. I was at camp. right? Right. And it was a Christian camp. You know, they encouraged us to read our Bibles. You don't know what I'm doing. But I'm someday going to have you, you will. work
0: in a church. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you know, that's always stuck with me. And I'm like, you know, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle because he has a plan for you that right. he has picked out for you.
0: So for Lexio Divina, we found this space, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are sitting with any yeah. part of scripture. That's right. So uh,
1: in terms of picking something out, grab something that struck you on Sunday uh, the, if you, if you read the Ford movement things, they have little bi- Bible verses listed at the top of each page. You can start with one of those, uh, or you can start with a book of the Bible and just work your way through it really mm-hmm. slowly and, and not a chapter a day, just, just a small passage, a paragraph a at sliver. a time, a sliver. sliver, a sliver, that's right. They're also, if you, if you own a, a book or a resource that, that has Bible verses for your every need, right? Something like that. You can start with one of those lists if you're feeling like you need healing, Read that list of Bible verses and see where that takes you. If you feel like you need, if you're celebrating, if you feel like, you know, whatever it is, right? There are lots of good uh, resources like that out there online as well. So
0: that's the Lectio part, which is read, right? Reading it. That's what a a lector does is reads. And Mm -hmm. so you've read it. Then you, what do you do next?
1: Yeah, so lexio is the first part. Meditatio. These are all Latin words, so forgive what us. What does meditatio sound uh, Meditate. All right. All right <laughs> to reflect. Um, so that's that part that I was talking about earlier. We're, we're listening for where the Holy Spirit is moving us, wh- whether that's a word or a phrase that sticks out, um, whether we are connecting or not connecting with a character. If there's a character we have a real problem with, someone we don't like in the story, mm. then maybe that's... Maybe there's someone in our lives that, that we're, we're reflecting on how they might be like that character and what that might mean. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. But. You know,
0: they're, they're, so uh, to that point that there are words sometimes in the Psalms, like for morning prayer, evening prayer, compline, mm-hmm. And as I'm doing it slowly, a word will be like a speed bump to me mm. and my eyes will stop. And I'll just look, you know, so there's a um, there's a psalm that we'll pray pretty frequently that where we say God is you are my rock and my crag. And mm-hmm. there have been times where that word crag has sort of stopped. Mm. And I'm, in my imagination, I'm imagining a crag, you know what it is, uh, a safety from the storm, a safe shelter within the rock. Right. Yeah. And I will just sit with that word and not move forward, even though it's in the middle of the sentence. There's no period yet. I 'll sit there and just dwell on that single word because it speaks to me somehow
1: mm. I love that so and these steps are not one two three four they can be one three four two one you generally you have to start with the reading the text but but they kind of flow in and out from each other uh, but the next phase is oratio which means prayer um, so out of this reflection maybe you maybe you've heard a psalm about an enemy and how you want the enemy to God to smash that enemy or whatever it is. right? (laughs) And you figured out that your coworker has just been grinding your gears and you've, you've connected that to them. And so uh, out of that comes prayer, right? What I hope you're not going to ask God to smite your coworker, but you've realized that you are struggling in this relationship. And so hopefully that's going to lead you to prayer, right? And absolutely um, some sort of prayer for that person, uh, maybe you pray that God will help that person see sense, or see how they're hurting you or see that. And that's totally valid. Maybe you will pray that God smites them. I don't want to take that option away from you. I mean, that's...
0: Though this podcast does not condone or endorse the smiting of
1: others. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I can't say that you shouldn't pray that because it's all over the Psalms. That's that's all I mean. Yeah, well, it's pretty old, old school. Yeah. Old Testament school. <laughs> yeah. So, but maybe that's not the best example, but uh, whatever it is... Uh, that comes out of that uh, reflection, that meditation. Maybe it will lead you to prayer. Maybe will lead you to a request or uh, thanksgiving or uh, confession or whatever it is. And sometimes it won't. You don't always uh, uh, reach a point where you might pray, right? Sometimes you will do this practice and it will feel uh, unfinished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it will feel like... Uh, like, you might need hmm, to come back something. to that passage. You might need yeah. to do it again. You might need to look at it with fresh eyes in the morning or the next week or after you take the Eucharist or what what have you. So that's the oratio. That's the prayer. Mm-hmm. And the last one, again, not every time, is contemplatio, and it's what's that, Sarah? Uh, <laughs> contemplation.
2: Contemplatio. That's what my mind goes you know to. the Latin? You're giving yourself Spanish.
1: Well, oh, there you go.
0: Spanish. Yeah, yeah it's one of the Latin languages, yeah. right? So contemplate a bit.
1: So another word for that might be gazing, right? And uh, gazing is when you move sort of past the reading, past letting the words go through your head, past your own thoughts. Um, and you're just kind of sitting with God. And uh, it, it, if, if possible, you, you, you might find yourself not thinking, right? It's weird to talk about not thinking because we're always thinking, but... Right. Um,
2: but I think that's peace, you know, peace, yeah. not thinking. Right. Yeah. Because I learned about it in meditation when I was in mm-hmm. like Vietnam, Cambodia, studying abroad. And they're like, when your mind goes blank, that is when you're at your utmost like, meditation state.
0: Isn't that awesome?
2: Like, you're yeah. at peace in that moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And have you experienced that, Sarah?
2: Yeah, actually. Um, not through really Lectio like, Divina, but... In middle school we were learning about multiple religions and our teacher when we were studying like buddhism and hinduism she would make us meditate before every single class yeah and you know we got to a point where you could just get in there and your mind would go blank and then she was like so what did you guys feel and i was like it almost felt like i forgot how to breathe and she was Um, like oh that's the breathless breath like wow and you just don't even realize like what your body is doing and your mind is just blank and you are at peace in that moment and you're relaxed and you're calm oh Gosh. and it's a good feeling it's a great feeling oh I'm sure of right. course you wake up not wake up but like you come out of the meditation mm-hmm. refreshed Yeah. Mm.
0: so if we can if we can take some of those practices and, com- and merge that with Lexio Divina mm-hmm. dwelling with the word and I, and I like that phrase dwelling with the word you're just going to dwell there for a little while and allow those uh, words or phrases to wash over you
2: even emotions wash absolutely. over you absolutely and feeling. allow
0: God to speak through
1: uh, those things That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So those are the the few steps. We've run a little longer than usual. Um, So I think we can pause here. Next week, we are going to jump into uh, an example. The three of us are going to do Lexio together. um, And... What that'll look like is... Yes. Uh, could be interesting.
2: Wait, wait,
0: wait a minute. As you're saying that, then his his eyebrows go up like, right? Right? right. <laughs> that's how we're going to do? Like, but I'm like... Like yes. if I would have said, uh, no, that's not what no, we're going to do. No, I don't, I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. That ship has sailed, my brother. So we'll do it together. Uh, we'll have a text for you, and we will... Um, I think we'll will we do the collect too next week uh, next yeah, time I think no, so. why not? we'll do the collect and then we'll we'll read a passage of scripture in our three different voices we'll take turns yeah. reading and um, praying together it'll be a bit more silence and a little, a little less laughter than we usually have an episode or maybe not I don't know, I don't know. I don't know about that that's a little awkward man <laughs> well I'm <laughs> out next week
0: in that case you know, there's right. gotta be a little bit of
1: fun and humor <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> well, we'll see y'all next week All absolutely right. thanks everybody Bye, God bless guys. you and have a wonderful week